Broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina on Sports Byline USA. Uniting sports fans everywhere, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. I'm not sure that God really cares about my comfort or my happiness so much as he does my holiness and my surrender to him. For the next hour, we will unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I've always asked God to use me as an instrument in any way possible if I can help improve the lives of other people. Bringing you high energy and thought-provoking sports talk with a purpose. When you're around somebody that has that joy and you can feel it and it's contagious. Now, from his mic to your ears, this is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to Unpacking It, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. So glad to be with you. A special happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my mom, Darla. Uh, Love you very much and and so thankful and appreciative uh, for who you are and and all that you have done and continue to do for me. And so uh, definitely want to honor you not only this weekend, but uh, but, but regularly because uh, you definitely deserve that. And I hope all the moms are are having a, a wonderful weekend. And coming up on today's show, we will be joined by two guests. Our first guest is a quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals, Jeff Driscoll. And you may not be familiar with the name, but you'll be intrigued to hear his story and some of the things that he's he's overcome and been through. And he won the, the Ed Block Courage Award uh, for the Bengals this past year. And so we'll ask him about that coming up in just a little bit. And then also... I love this time of year during the NBA playoffs because that means we get to see Ernie Johnson, Charles, Shaq, and Kenny every night. Now, what I do is I DVR it and I watch it the next morning, but I'll watch inside the NBA almost every day. And and so uh, we we were able to catch up with Ernie Johnson uh, earlier this year, and so we're, we're going to share a part of that interview uh, with you today on the show uh, just because Ernie's the best and, and thought it, it would be great to hear from him uh, on unpacking it today and also uh, at the end of the show we'll do our segment unpack this and I've got some thoughts about quarterbacks wisdom and asking why so it's all coming up we're just getting started it's unpacking it sports byline USA we'll be back right after this inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews more unpacking it with Bryce Johnson after this. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. This is Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Thanks so much for being with us today. In just a little bit, we'll have our interview with Ernie Johnson from TNT. But our first guest is actually a member of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I find this team to be very interesting this year because we've been waiting to see what they could do with another head coach. And so Zach Taylor, the new head coach, is coming in. We don't necessarily know what he's capable of, but it's someone different than Marvin Lewis. And we just kind of got used to what the Bengals could do with Lewis. And so what will the team look like 
now that he's gone. So that, that's a huge question mark. So we're going to talk to one of the quarterbacks on the Bengals in just a moment, uh, but do want to encourage you to check out our website, unpackingit.com, and you can subscribe to our devotional as well as our podcast. And joining us now is Jeff Driscoll, a quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals. He played his college football at Florida and Louisiana Tech and was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in the sixth round of the 2016 NFL Draft last year. He won the Ed Block Courage Award for the Bengals. He's a husband and a father, and he joins us now to talk faith, football, and life. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for the intro there. That was, that was good stuff. Absolutely. So you're uh, you're back at it with the team doing some some off-season workouts, and, and before maybe we talk about that, what were some of the highlights from the off-season for you? Yeah, the off-season was awesome. Um, you know, kind of time to unwind, spend some time with, uh, with your family. Um, took a couple trips abroad. Uh, we went over there, me and my wife. I uh, went over on vacation for a few days um, over to London, which was our first time going to uh, Europe together. And then I turned around and went back for another week and went to Italy with a couple other guys in the NFL on a uh, missions trip where we were able to, um, you know, do do football camps for them as well as uh, share our testimonies uh, for a week. So that was a really unreal experience. Wow. Well, no, I want to hear all about that, but but going back to, to London – how did that turn out with your wife, and what was the the highlight from London? Oh yeah, it was awesome. I mean, we were just we were tourists, you know. We were able to to get away. Um, that was our first time being away from our um, from our daughter. She's she's eight months now, so she was I don't know five months or so um, then. So we were able to get away and spend a little bit of time together. And uh, Mama did Mama did well away from her, so it was it was really fun to to just be tourists and uh, and hang out. Oh, very, very cool. Jeff Driscoll, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so you went on a mission trip to, to Italy. What was the, the, the main purpose? And, and you mentioned being able to uh, you know, share your testimony with, with other players. And, and so what was kind of the, the setup for it? And then ultimately, what was your big takeaway from the experience? Yeah, so going into this trip, I didn't really know much about um, Italy at all. Um, when you hear mission trips, you don't think going over to Europe, you know, you think going into maybe some South American countries or um, some other underprivileged areas, but um, Italy is really rocky soil. Mm. Um, the people, the people there are, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's tough over there and in, in people's faith. And, um, you know, that was, that was evident. We got over there and we spoke to them and a lot of these people were really uncomfortable with us sharing our testimonies and even saying the word Jesus. So, um, just going over there and and showing them the word and you know telling them where we are i think it really helped out and it really opened some of our eyes who went over there that uh you know there, there's people who need to hear you know our testimonies and, and hear about jesus all over the world not just in uh you know places that are underprivileged wow well so as you think back on that that trip what what lasting impact do you think it had on you personally yeah so um we were busing around uh, the country, so we, we got to spend some time on the bus together uh, speaking and reflecting on our trip. And, uh, you know, I kind of shared with the group that that was my first mission trip ever. You know, I knew that it would be good. I didn't know if it would be fun. Hmm. But, I mean, I just I really enjoyed being with that group of people, getting to know them, 
and um you know it was it was a blast but also it was it was so good and impactful for the kingdom and uh mission trips are something that me and my family will definitely do um in the future very cool jeff driscoll quarterback with the cincinnati Bengals, our guest right now on unpacking it and and so you're you're in the middle of of off-season workouts with the Bengals. What what's kind of the the format for that, and and, and what maybe areas of, of improvement are you focusing on on the most at this point? Yeah, so um, what we're able to do with the team is very limited um, due to the the rules that are in place. Um, but I think this time is really important, um, especially for, for us. We have a new coach, um, Zach Taylor, coming in, and we're implementing a lot of new stuff and uh, just getting to know the new staff getting to know the new scheme that we're going to be uh, using this year is huge. And uh, it's always, it's always fun to get back with your guys and catch up and uh, just get back together. So it, it's been a blast. I really enjoy, you know, not just the group of guys that are in that locker room, but also the staff that we have is uh, it makes it fun to come to work each and every day. Absolutely. So, so you, you've got some of that going on. And then of course, training camp uh, gets going in July, uh, but before that, you have the Driscoll Family Football and Cheerleading Camp that you put on with your wife, who, who's a former cheerleader. So, so what is that all about, and, and, and what's that like putting on a camp with your wife and, and being able to, to really combine uh, football and cheerleading in, in, in one big event? Yeah, so after, um, after our rookie year, uh, we really just kind of sat down and, and talked about how we want to serve the community. Um, and there's so many ways that people can serve the community and, you know, we just wanted to use the talents that we have and the resources that we have now to just give kids a place to come out and have fun and just be kids for a day. Some of these kids that come to the camp, uh, don't get opportunities like this very often. So, uh, we, we use it as a way to kind of bring the community together. And, uh, I think we enjoy it just as much as the kids do. So it's something that we look forward to, uh, each summer now. This is our third one, so we're, we're excited about this year. Oh, that's awesome. Jeff Driscoll, our guest right now on Unpacking It, quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals. And and I mentioned that that you won the Ed Block Courage Award uh, this past season, and, and you were honored for, for your big comeback after really a, a major career-threatening left arm fracture, uh, required surgery and, and rehabilitation. And so I, I'd love to, to just share with our, our listeners you know, what that experience was like for you during the, the, the comeback and, and really how did your faith get you through a, a difficult season and, and facing such a, a major injury? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for the people who don't know what that award is, it's voted on by the team on who was able to come back from, from an injury and, you know, doing it the right way and, and being able to come back and get back to it. You know, it was, first of all, it was just an honor to be voted by, um, your peers for any award. So that was, that was really encouraging, but um, yeah, it was tough. It was really tough. There was definitely trials. Um, but at the end of the day, I knew that, uh, you know, it was, it was his plan. And um, even if I didn't like it, I was going to, I was going to stay the course. And uh, fortunately enough for me, it looked like his plan was to, to heal me and, and uh, keep me playing ball. So uh, I was excited about that, but it was, it was definitely ups and downs. There was times where, you know, I didn't know if I was ever going to be be able to play again, and uh, you know, it was something that was hard to think about, but something that, if that was the case, I was going to be okay with. That, I mean, that's a big statement to to make. So, so how how did you kind of get to that point, and 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 what did God reveal to you during this time as you're 
you're even contemplating, wait, could this be the end of, of the, the dream really before it even gets going? Right. No, I mean, I, I think first and foremost, prayer, um, you know, from I had a lot of prayer, my family, the people who are around me, um, such a such a great support group um, here in Cincinnati. We have a, a great group of guys, great group of Christians on the team. Our team chaplain, uh, Morris and Megan Crawford, um, they were with us every step of the way. I mean, it's just a, a, a group of people here in Cincinnati that helps you um, grow in your in your journey while you're in the NFL. So I think that was a huge part of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the biggest part of it. That's right. Well, Jeff, let's take a quick break, but we're just getting started. We've got plenty more with Jeff Driscoll, quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals, right here on Unpacking It. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Great to be with you here on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's the show about sports, faith, and life. You can check out our website, unpackingit.com, and you can find out more about Unpacking It Ministries and everything we have going on in addition to this radio show. Uh, we have events, devotionals, uh, fantasy football fellowship, and, and plenty more uh, to, to basically challenge, encourage, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. And, and so we want to be a community of sports fans uh, that follow Jesus together. And, and so it's always great being together here on this show. And so thanks so much for joining us today. And we're going to continue our interview right now. Jeff Driscoll, our guest right now on Unpacking It, quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he played his college football at Florida and Louisiana Tech. And and so let's go back more to the the beginning of your kind of faith journey and and really what was the turning point for you in your life when when you really decided to start following Jesus? What 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 went into that experience and that understanding and, and that process to to get you to that point? Yeah, so I mean I grew up I grew up going to church. I was always a, a good kid. I was never in trouble or anything like that, but I wouldn't say I really had a relationship with Jesus until um, I was in college. It was actually through another injury. I broke my ankle, you know, third game into my junior year. And um, there was this guy, his name was Don Malden. He was always around the University of Florida football program. He was, um, you know, a chaplain. And um, he always pursued me, hey, come to chapel, hey, let's do a Bible study, hey, this, hey, that. And, you know, after a couple of years of that, you get to wondering, hey, what is this? What does he know about Jesus that he feels the need to tell me about it? And even though I've been blowing him off for years, so finally one day when I was, you know, laid up, he he cornered me and I said, all right, let's let's hear what what, what you have to say. And uh, we started meeting regularly, and I gave my gave my life to Christ, you know, with him and in the recruiting the recruiting room there at the University of Florida. What, yeah, what was kind of maybe said or or what really. Uh, left an imprint on you that that made you that made you get to that point of of understanding. Well, I, I just saw the love of Jesus in him. You know, I didn't know it at the time, but I mean, he just kept pursuing me, and it, it wasn't only me he was pursuing. He was going after the hearts of so many guys in the team, and um, I just thought to myself, hey, if if this Jesus is what 
this guy um, tells me he is, then then this Jesus is something special, and he he lived it each and every day. So it was easy to see uh, the heart of Jesus in him. Amen. Wow, that's powerful. Jeff Driscoll, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And and so, all right, you, you give your life to Christ, and, and your college football career ended up being uh, pretty challenging. And and so you, you, you had a you know kind of a tough uh, career at Florida, and then you ended up transferring to Louisiana Tech. And so when you look back at college, you know, what what did you learn about your yourself and, and what are some of the, the, the big takeaways that, that you think about now? as you look back at that time in, in your life? I told you I gave my, my life to Christ when I broke my leg my junior year. Um, and I was able to come back um, and have a redshirt junior year the next year. And I thought, hey, I'm a Christian now. I'm about to ball out and get drafted first round. And it just didn't work out that way. I didn't, you know, I didn't play well. I ended up getting benched after the season. I just decided it would be best to, uh, to move on. There was no hard feelings toward the program or anything like that. But it, I just thought it was best to move on and, I chose to go to Louisiana Tech over, you know, a bunch of other schools, and I'm happy I chose Louisiana Tech because, um, you know, the people that I met there, we we still have relationships to this day. With that in mind, what do you tell people that that maybe are, you know, new in their faith or or still, you know, still trying to understand that that concept? What what have you, I don't know, continued to learn even since then? Just this understanding that that as we pursue God, we're going to face struggles, challenges, but, but they're used to really build our faith? I think one is um, it's hard. You know, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. There's so many, you know, worldly and earthly influences that we have to face this day that it, it really is hard and you have to be prepared to, to fight each and every day. And I think number two is that it's a process. These things take time. When you're, when you're saved, it's not like you're, you're flipping a switch and it's just it's just done. It's it's a process, and it uh, it takes a course of a lifetime to really mold your heart, and it's just continual growth. That's right. It really is a, a journey and a process, and uh, thankfully the the Lord is with us each step of the way. Uh, Jeff Driscoll uh, with us right now on unpacking it, quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals, and and so you, you've been the backup quarterback to to Andy Dalton the the last few seasons, and you were able to fill in for him uh, last year when, when he got injured and, and did a nice job uh, coming in on the field and, and scoring some touchdowns uh, for the Bengals last year. But, but I'm curious, uh, what is the relationship like with Andy? And it's just always fascinating to me to think about you know, quarterback rooms and then specifically for you guys, uh, both having a, a similar faith. And so how does that impact how you guys work together and, and what's that relationship like? Yeah, so first and foremost, I just want to say Andy is an unbelievable Christian, unbelievable player, and unbelievable leader. He's he's someone that I truly look up to, and you know I haven't had a lot of teammates over the course of my career that I've been able to say, hey, I look up to this guy on the field and off the field. So he's a guy who, who walks it and talks it. Um, but yeah, we spend a lot of time together. I think we work really well together, and, I, and we're and we're really good friends. Our wives are friends. He's just a pleasure pleasure to work with each and every day. I've learned so much from him, and. Uh, you know, I try to help him out as much as possible. How do you think he's helped you, and, and, and how do you think you've helped him uh, football-wise, I guess, and, and then even personally? I mean, Andy's played a lot of football. Ever since he's been in the league, he's been the starter. So he's been, he's been the young starting quarterback. He's seen it all. So, you know, there's some experiences that he's had that maybe I haven't seen yet that 
he tries to tell me about. Um, just the way he handles himself uh, in the locker room, around the guys, the way he, how he's just his leadership. Um, I think it just shows you the right way to do it, and it's always good to have somebody to look up to like that. Um, and then for me, how I how I try to help him is, you know, I try to give him as much information as he needs, whether it's during the game on the sideline or talking to some of those receivers and maybe telling them what Andy's looking for or, or things like that. And uh, just try to make his job, you know, a little bit easier than it is because it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do is be a, be a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, no question about it, but it, but it sure helps to, to have a backup that, that you can rely on and trust and have a great relationship with. So that's, that's really cool to hear. Jeff Driscoll, uh, quarterback with the Cincinnati Bengals, joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and so you, you mentioned that, that you had a daughter eight months ago, and, and so my wife is actually due with our first uh, this August. And so I'm, I'm curious, uh, what kind of advice do you have for, for first-time dads and what have you already learned uh, through through these first few months uh, being a dad? Yeah, well, first of all, congratulations. That's awesome. I appreciate it. We're having a daughter as well. You guys, yeah, you guys are in for an, an awesome ride. Um, it's been a blast every step of the way. Um, but I guess advice that I would have is just, you know, take it all in. You know, there's there's times when when they're super young, when you're like, man, I can't wait until she's crawling or, Man, when she's walking, things are going to be so much easier. But I would say just take every every moment in because uh, it happens quick. It, it goes by fast. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, that that's really neat. Well, well, Jeff. But before we wrap things up, uh, we'd love to do a segment called Tap Drill, which is a couple you know quick hitters and, and fun questions to to throw out there. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of do some some rapid fire with you real quick. Who was your favorite athlete growing up? My favorite athlete was Mark Brunell. I lived in Jacksonville, and my family had original season tickets, so he was the quarterback. Have you had a chance to meet him? I I have. I have, and it was awesome, so it's been cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so if you could throw a touchdown to any wide receiver in history, who would it be? I think it's got to go back to when I was a young fan, thinking how it would have to be Jimmy Smith. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Very cool. So what about uh, in the off season? Is there a food that you maybe don't eat during the season that, that's your favorite food to eat in the off season? Well, during, during the season, I don't get to, to barbecue as much as I uh, do in the off season. So maybe something like uh, homemade smoked brisket. Wow. That's impressive. How long did it take you to, to learn to, to kind of master that, that skill there? Cause that's, that seems a little tricky to, to, to get right. Yeah, I don't know if I've mastered it yet, but um, <laughs> it, it's definitely, like anything else, it's an ongoing process. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's awesome. What do you enjoy during your downtime? Not much downtime with the, with the young daughter. If there's any downtime, it can be filled quickly playing with her. So I guess playing with the family. Very cool. All right, last one. What, what's your favorite sport to watch besides football? Favorite sport to watch is definitely baseball. I was a baseball guy growing up. Um, and have a couple buddies in the big leagues now. So uh, I try to catch them as much as possible. Oh, that's awesome. Well, man, Jeff, really appreciate you you being a part of the show today, and, and just thanks for sharing your heart and uh, being willing to share part of your, your story and journey with us here on Unpacking It, and uh, wish you the best the, the rest of the way in the off season, and uh, hopefully another uh, great year for you, and, and, and hopefully the Bengals can uh, bounce back and, and have a nice season coming up in 2019. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it and enjoy being on.
Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Good stuff from Jeff Driscoll. And it'll be interesting now that Zach Taylor is the head coach. Will he even give Jeff Driscoll an opportunity to beat out Andy Dalton during training camp? Or, or is Andy Dalton still the franchise quarterback? And, and that's who they're they're rolling with moving forward. Uh, the, the Bengals, things are just up in the air at this point. We, we just don't know what type of team this is going to be moving forward. And, and I think uh, this, will, this will be a, a very intriguing year for the Bengals. No question about it. All right, up next, we'll be joined by Ernie Johnson from TNT. And then later on, I've got some thoughts about a key quality that quarterbacks need to have in the NFL. It's coming up right here on Unpacking It. Going beyond the field, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA. Hey, hey, it's Bryce Johnson, and really appreciate you listening to the Unpacking It radio show each week. But I want to invite you to check out our website, unpackingit.com, so that you can sign up to receive Unpacking It each day in your email. That's right. We send out an encouraging, challenging, inspiring word uh, through email. It's, it's in written form. It's a, a devotional that takes a current sports story, relates it to the Bible. We call it Unpack This, and you can subscribe for free by going to unpackingit.com. It's designed to help you grow in your faith and, and help you understand the Bible better, all with a little sports and some of the cool stories going on in the world of sports. And so we encourage you to check it out. It's for you, and it's about two minutes each weekday in your inbox. Check it out, unpackingit.com, and subscribe to Unpack This. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as well. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. This is Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my mom, Darla. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. And joining us now on Unpacking It is the Emmy, award-winning host of TNT's Inside the NBA. More importantly, he's a follower of Jesus, a husband, and a father of six children. He's the author of the book called Unscripted, The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. It shares stories about his career, battling cancer, adoption, and raising a special needs child. I am thrilled to welcome Ernie Johnson, my favorite guest, back on the show. Ernie, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Bryce, I'm doing great, man. I hope you are, too. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, we're, we're glad to have you back, and, and I'm, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. But, but specifically, I, I know that your, your health caused you to, to miss doing play-by-play during the baseball playoffs because of a blood clot. So, so how are you feeling now? Well, I, I feel the same now as I did then, which is I feel good. It's just a, a question of uh, you know, how the blood clots uh, develop there. And so we're, we're really still in the in, – um, that phase of it trying to figure out why it happened in the first place and so uh i feel great and i can you know at, at, at first i was 
told I couldn't fly, so that's uh, what knocked me out of baseball uh, postseason. But uh, I have flown since. I'm just very smart about it and getting up and moving around and still on blood thinners, and we're just uh, trying to get to the bottom of it. But I feel great. Man, so it's not necessarily preventing you from doing anything at the moment. Uh, no, it's not. In fact, the uh, first flight I took was uh, the day of uh, the day before the match between Tiger and Phil. I flew out to Vegas uh, to do that, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so I don't have any restrictions uh, travel-wise now. I just uh, uh, we're just trying to get to the bottom of. Uh, why the blood clots came about. Man, okay, gotcha. Well, we're glad that you're uh, at least feeling feeling well. And we're talking with Ernie Johnson right now on Unpacking It and and saw that, that you're going to be inducted into the Atlanta Sports Hall of Fame in February. So so how excited are you about that? And, and what did you think about the, the news when you heard about it? You know, what's crazy, Bryce, this is, this is insane, that the, the month of February for me, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how all this happens. You see, um, because last year, the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame called me and said they wanted to induct me into the um, the state of Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. Cool. And I was, I said, well, I can't do that because I can't be there because I'm, I'm going to be doing All Star Weekend for the NBA. And they said, well, we really like our guys to be here. Uh, for the induction ceremony, so we'll push you to 2019. So what's going to happen is that in early February, I'm going into the Atlanta Sports Hall of Fame, and then in late February, I'm going to the state of Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, and so uh, it's it's uh, so the month is bookended that way. And what's what's really special to me is that my dad is in both of those two. Wow. And so to be to be inducted um, into the into those halls and uh, and to be able to um, to know that my dad and I are both in there, it's uh, it's beyond special. It really is. Oh, that that's really cool. Well, well, congratulations and and well deserved. And uh, thank you. That that's neat to to be a part of that. We're talking with Ernie Johnson, host of Inside the NBA, and uh, you, you know him and love him, and uh, we're glad to have him back on unpacking it today. And and so for for you personally, do, do you have a focus for 2019 personally and and spiritually that that you could share and and maybe that that might even be an encouragement to to people listening today? I want my job. <clears throat> my job has provided me so many cool moments, and I mean you know we're talking 30 years of sitting in that chair now oh, man. Uh, as the host of of Inside the NBA, and some of the things that have happened. Um, recently i mean having the having the the chance to meet tyler trent mm. um um not long ago you know and he's his story the the 20 year old purdue student who has cancer and he was um he was kind of adopted by the purdue football team and made a co-captain and uh you know it has this terminal disease and he's honored by ESPN at the College Football Awards. And that day I had a chance to go down uh, to his hotel room and meet him mm. and his dad and mom and everybody. And this guy's faith was so rock solid. Mm. Uh, it was just uh, it was just amazing. And he he handed me one of his brand, his his yellow bands that you know, said Tyler Strong and has a as a scripture verse, First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen, and you know, rejoice always. 
and uh, pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. And to have that uh, as, as kind of his bedrock during this time was just so encouraging. Um, and later that night after the award ceremony, he and his family came over to the studio, had a chance to meet Charles and Kenny and Shaq. And we did a segment with him. And um, and then just on New Year's Day, uh, he passed, mm. you know, and at the age of 20. But he's, um, you know, that's what I, that's what I really want. I wish every, I wish every show, I wish every time I went to the studio, there could be that kind of a meeting or that kind of a moment uh, that, that, um, that happens. And so mm. I think I've really been on the, on the lookout for more of moments where we can all kind of try to make a difference. And, and, and I think, uh, and, and I'm not trying to get real deep and real philosophical here, that's Bryce, right. but, that's all right. uh, but we have, you know, I have, and we have people in the media have this platform, you know, and we, uh, so how are you going to use a platform is my question. Mm. Are you going to use the, are you going to use the platform as a pedestal to say, Hey, everybody, look at me, look at the job I have. Aren't I cool? You know, <laughs> I look at, you know, aren't I doing a great job? Or are you going to use that platform as a vantage point to be able to look out and see who you can help? Mm. And I think that's what I always want to remember is that you just to use, use your platform as a vantage point to see where you can make a difference, where you can help somebody else. Uh, don't use it as a, as a pedestal to try to draw attention to yourself. Oh, that's excellent. Very, very neat to hear. And, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Or Ernie Johnson, our guest right now on unpacking it. And, and I was actually going to ask you about this. And I think it, it flows from, from what you're talking about. I, I saw you, you tweet, uh, or, or somebody even tweeted you, you responded and the quotes that came up that were actually used in your book, Hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And so Dallas Willard and, and then, the, yeah. then the book Soul Keeping by J John Ortberg. And I'm actually reading that book, Soul Keeping, right now. So it's on my, my mind and heart. And, and so I, I just share those two quotes and, and, and want to get your perspective on those two things and, and how they even relate to what you were just talking about. Oh, no, I mean, that's and I'm glad you're reading that book because uh, – because John Ortberg has been um, a favorite of mine. Uh, I, I The first time I met him was like back in 1998, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I was actually at a leadership conference uh, up at Willow Creek uh, Church outside Chicago. Mm -hmm. And had a, he, was, he was on the staff there with Bill Hybels, and I had a chance to meet him. But his, his style... Uh, from the pulpit, it was just so, so. I, I mean, it was hard for me to describe. It was just like it was just like this friend talking to you. He had a, had this wonderful communication style. And then, you know, then I started. Uh, I saw that he had written a couple of books, so I've I've read all the stuff he's written. Cool. And soul keeping was the best of the bunch. And and the way he describes his relationship with Dallas Willard, the great theologian, and the and the way he. He says you know, the way he talks about some of their conversations uh, is just fascinating, and so something like that really jumped out at me. The uh, you know, hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life, and you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. You know, when when they use the term ruthlessly, it's 
You know, that's not like you should try to eliminate hurry from your life. Ruthless means, man, you've got to go after it and cut it out. And so that's what I've tried to do because if you're, man, if you're constantly in a hurry, mm. then there is there is no way you're going to be able to to see the need around you because everything's going to be tied into, oh, I got to get here, I got to get there. And so that's, I think that's a huge thing for all of us. I mean, and uh, I plead guilty to it for the longest time, just rushing through life and not being able to notice the things around you. And so, um, yeah, if you can eliminate, if you can eliminate hurry, um, I mean, that's, that allows you, it allows you the, the ability to have the time to do. Very cool. No, that, that's awesome. And then of, of course, I, I've got to ask you about your book and it's been a couple of years now since it's, it's been out. Uh, is yeah. there, is there maybe a, a story that, that stands out to you of somebody that's responded about the book that, that just really encouraged you and, and you just saw saw God really work in someone's life based on them reading your book, which is called Unscripted, uh, encourage people to check that out as well. There have been so many times, Bryce, that people have come up to me out of the blue just to tell me that they've read it or that it was gifted to them or that uh, somebody bought it for their dad who was just beginning cancer treatments or something like that. And or and people, you know, will hit me on Twitter and say that, and, and that's been the most powerful part about it. And, and really, it goes back to the to the reason that I wrote it in the first place. I, you know, it was just like, look, if this can speak to somebody on on some kind of level, whether it's uh, battling cancer or adopting kids or dealing with special needs children or the father son relationship, I said, that's you know that's the people we're trying to reach on some level. And I've heard from people on all those levels. And, uh, and it's, it, it really is knee buckling for me every time it happens. Um, that, you know, I've had a, I had a, a son in an airport uh, come up to me and say, Hey, my dad and I have not had a really good relationship for years, but uh, my last birthday, he gave me that he gave me your book. And it's kind of opened up doors between us. And I was like, man, I, I said, you couldn't say anything more powerful to me than that, man. Um, so that's, that's been very cool, man. It's, um, uh, it was, su- it was such a, um, such a wonderful project to undertake. And, and then to see that kind of reaction to it has been, has been really, has been really cool. So um, that's awesome. I, you know, not to get specific, but that's, but it really has been, it's just been, you know, it used to be anytime I saw somebody in an airport, it was like, Hey, where's Charles? Hey, where's Shaq? <laughs> or, Hey, do you think the Warriors are going to win it again? And now it's, it's amazing that for the number of people who have, who have, um, you know, just come up to me and said, man, I loved your book. And it means the world. Ah. Uh. I love it. That's awesome. Great to hear. The, the book is called Unscripted, The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary. He's Ernie Johnson, and, and Ernie, always love catching up with you. I always tell people my favorite guest on the show is Ernie Johnson, so it, it's great to, to have you on uh, again and, and really appreciate all that you, you do for the kingdom and, and to love people and, and just the example that you are on TV. So, so greatly appreciate all that you do. Bryce, thank you so much for having me on. It's always great talking to you and my brother. Awesome. Awesome. You too. Coming up next, our last segment of the day, we call it Unpack This. Today's topic is about NFL quarterbacks, wisdom, 
and asking why. More unpacking it after this. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More unpacking it with Bryce Johnson after this. This is Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's time for our final segment of the day. We call it Unpack This, where I take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and our own lives. So let's jump right in. The new coaching staff of the Miami Dolphins is in the process of determining who their starting quarterback should be for the upcoming season. Although coaches consider size, strength, speed, and accuracy, QBs must also possess decision-making skills, football intelligence, and an understanding of the playbook. In other words, great quarterbacks need to have wisdom. They are required to develop an understanding of the position through experience on the field, practice, and game film. A key element in the wisdom of quarterbacks is understanding the why behind what coaches are asking them to do. Dolphins offensive coordinator Chad O'Shea gives a great explanation of this in one of his recent comments, saying, Players should want to know why. It's something we encourage, to learn the whys. If they're not inquisitive about the whys, then they're never really going to conceptually understand the offense. So I think that Josh is highly intelligent, just like Ryan and Jake are. So having smart guys is a good thing. Those guys aren't afraid to ask why, and we're not afraid to answer it. Beyond football, when we ask why, we are asking for wisdom. Living in obedience to God requires wisdom. So it's important that we ask questions like, why am I making this decision, and why is this the best direction for me to go? The Bible says, if you need wisdom, Ask your generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Just like a football coach wants his quarterbacks to be highly intelligent and to understand why certain decisions should be made on the field, wisdom is required for us to live an effective life. Being inquisitive, desiring knowledge, asking questions, and getting to the bottom of the why behind the action leads to a life of wisdom and one that is pleasing and glorifying to God. So I hope you're willing to unpack that for yourselves and really appreciate you joining me today and hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week on social media and on unpackingit.com. If you have any thoughts about today's show, you can email me, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Until next time, I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins. He was resurrected and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a wonderful week. This has been Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA and Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio.